till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Good day everybody, good day, good day Hope everybody is having or have had a good day today Blessed day whether we're catching you in the morning when you're getting up, getting ready for the day, whether it's just going to be around the house or at work, doing your prayers, asking God to bless your day, thankful for another day to have a chance to make a difference, or you're catch we're catching you halfway through your day where you've already done half the stuff you're supposed to do or trying to do, asking for more blessings, more guidance, and went through a few things and getting the, getting the victories. Or we're catching you at the end of your day, which would be you resting, spending time with your family, your friends, whatever the case is, watching TV, or just just winding down from a day on earth. However we're catching you right now, you are now tuned in to The Blue Book, presented to you by Seabrook Ministries, and hosted by your boy Blue. Blessings to everybody, blessings to everybody, hoping everybody is doing their due diligence um, taking care of their families taking care of their responsibilities um, it, it's it's holy cow hot here in Las Vegas so staying hydrated staying indoors is definitely the, the, the reasonable thing to do some of us have to work some of us have to run errands um, being protected is definitely something that needs to happen whether you're wearing a mask, gloves, sanitizing your hands, washing your hands as much as possible even if we didn't have a pandemic these are the things that are just good to do uh, to keep clean and sanitized because you just not know what's going to happen in this world anymore we're in a different era in life now and keeping clean, keeping sanitized, keeping aware is I believe going to be the norm here on out okay that's not saying that everyone's disgusting gross and all that other nonsense but it is saying that we need to do our due diligence and keep mindful of everything going on today our message is titled God like you God like you. Not like we have a whole bunch of them to choose from. Well, in some religions, in some beliefs, cults, whatever you want to call it, they have many gods. Many gods. Gods for this, gods for that, saints for this, saints for that. Who knows? There's a bunch of different, different gods people choose to worship for whatever reasons they choose to. Um, but God like you, that's the thing. And before we get into all that, let's get into our pledge. Sound good? Sound good to me too. Okay. So the pledge, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the savior from whom kingdom it stands. One savior crucified, risen and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. Always got to do our pledge here at the blue book. Pretty important stuff. So, God like you. Okay. 
So, if you have your Bibles, whether they're in, whether you're on your desktop, laptop, iPod, iPad, Android, Apple, or just the good book itself in front of you, open up to Micah. Micah, yes, that's in the Old Testament. In the Amplified Bible, it is on page 1038. We're going to be in the seventh chapter and the 18th verse. Micah, M-I-C-A-H, Micah, Old Testament, Amplified Version 1038. Okay, pull that scripture up. That's going to be where we're going to be studying from today. Before we get into our meal, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to read the word. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to hear your voice speak to us through your word. The Holy Spirit be able to move through us. Articulate so we can understand and know what you want us to know through the message that you're bringing through the good word. We thank you. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your ways and your word, Father, that we may catch the message that you're wanting to get to us. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. My goodness. All right. Micah 718. Okay. Got to lubricate the, the old vocal cords here. Okay. So in the Amplify Bible, whatever version you have, Whatever version you feel comfortable with, that is perfectly fine. We will be going through several different versions tonight. If I do not mention a version of the Bible that you have, that isn't because the Bible isn't good. That just means that this is the same thing in all the translations. Only time I actually mention a translation of the Bible um, is when it is just different and we need to go over it. Other than that, if it says the same thing as the Amplified that I read or... Any other versions, if it says the same thing on 20 different versions, we're just not going to read all 20 versions, it doesn't make any sense. But I will definitely, if it looks different, has different wording, we'll go over it. So don't 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 think I don't want to go over the versions, it's not that, it's just that saying the same thing 20 times in 20 different rivals seems a little monogamous. Repetitious, I mean, repetitious. So, um, if, it says, if it says something different, I'll let you know. But, for now on, for, for now, we'll just go over what we see. So, I'm going to have the Amplified. Follow along with me. 718. God is a... Who is a God like you? Can you, in any way, shape, or form, mirror God? Can any of the gods that are around, that are in existence, that people have put in existence, or whatever the case may be, can anyone match God? I seriously doubt that. Okay? Who forgives iniquity and passes over the transgressions of a remnant of his heritage who pardons sin and forgives the transgression transgression what god in any religion in any belief call whatever the case who forgives sin tell me that one i don't know any that literally forgives why do you think when Jesus walked the earth and he said to people, Hey, you're sitting there forgiven. People are losing the marbles because they can, Hey, how does this guy come onto earth and able to speak? This is blasphemy. 
because only God knows God. They didn't believe Jesus was able to do that. When they, they just didn't know that Jesus, they were they were ignorant to know that Jesus was God and as God's son. But God's the only one that could forgive sin. Jesus helps. He's the he's the mediator. But in the end of the day, God is the one that forgives sin. So what God and these religions all over the world and whatever else cults, what God forgives sins, pardons it. Hey, it's good. I don't know any. And forgives transgressions, which means you're it's not just the sin, but it's what you did to get to that sin. You understand? See, it's not just it's not just the act of sin; it's the road to that sin. It's a transgression, it means it's against God. It's not for God. Okay, so in order for in order for it, it's one thing to forgive a sin. Okay, you did this. Okay, move on. It's life. But it's like a salt and battery. A salt is the words of the action. A battery is the actual action. Sin is the sin is what is the is the battery. Transgression is how you got to it. The way you said it. The way you went about it. So, if you purposely went to do that, of course, it's a transgression is a sin. But see, that's what we try to get across to people as believers is that once you have asked Jesus into your heart and once you have gotten that salvation of God all those transgressions and sins are all pardoned that's all that's all forgiven it's a second chance now does it mean that that you're not going to sin you're not going to do things against God after you get saved absolutely not that doesn't mean that at all you're a human being the difference between saved and not saved is the power of God in your life to be able to get through these things before you before you were you were saved Maybe you did, maybe you didn't know. But you were on your own. You didn't have that power. Maybe you didn't know it. Maybe you thought you had it. Who knows? But you didn't have that power. You were not accountable for that sin under God's law of, of salvation. See, God's law has always been around, but the law of salvation is different when you get saved. Now that you're saved and you're in God's law and God's in, God's in your heart, Jesus is in your heart, and you walk, follow, and so forth and on, that changes the game it changes everything about what you're doing that's why it's born again because you get you get another chance at this and like okay, well I, I didn't get a first chance true to a point okay but what you have to understand is that once you get in the lord's hands and once god is in your heart 70 times 7 forgiveness which means that you have the power of god to get through your transgressions which means if you're walking into a sin or you're going to commit a sin, you could call upon God and you have the knowledge of that power to be able to backwards walk that or get through it without having to actually commit the sin itself. Okay, it's a choice you have to make. It's not something automatic. It's a choice you have to make in order to get to that point. See, everyone has a choice choice to to, 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 to to have Jesus in your heart to begin with to have the salvation to begin with but what you which what people don't understand about about the, the second birth in Jesus what people don't understand about salvation is that it is a power that is given to you to fight not alone anymore you're not being born again doesn't mean you're not going to go down these roads again or not going to uh, 
deal with these things again. What it means is that instead of fighting this thing alone, now you have someone to help you. Yes, God doesn't want you to, Jesus and God doesn't want you to sin. This isn't a free ticket out of jail. This is, hey, now I got your back. Now you can call upon me and I can help you. You're not alone in this. You may not have been alone to begin with, but you didn't know you were not alone. Now you know you're not alone. Knowledge. Knowing. Okay? Many people, when they get saved and they get into the kingdom, knowledgefully, they look back at the last and say, man, I could have been dead 20 times. God was with me all those 20 times. Does that mean God wasn't with you because you weren't saved? Negative. Doesn't mean that. It's your knowledge of your transgressions, of your trends, of your walk, of your trailblazing. Doesn't mean God wasn't with you. It just means that you weren't aware at the time of those transgressions and sins that God was really with you. You were doing what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. Now you have gotten to the gates of heaven. Now you are at Jesus' line in the sand and you have to make a choice to either stay in your sinful ways or to cross into God's kingdom and be accountable for your actions. You understand that? A lot of people don't understand the transformation in which God does with you. You go from transgression to translation. God changes you. But people have this misconception that you have to change yourself before you come to God. God wants a messed up project because he wants to show how he can clean you up. I got this personally with, with my family. My grandmother is probably one of the biggest examples of rags, rags to, to, to the kingdom. Because she was definitely in the pits of, of hell. She was definitely losing her life at a young age. She found herself drunk. I think she was, I think she was naked. I'm not too sure. But then she was drunk in an alley. Passed out after not a party here in Las Vegas. And the Lord came to her, woke her up, and told her she needed to change her life. She ran into a lady. The lady invited her to a Bible study. She went to the Bible study and got delivered from all her sins. And I, I heard it was a mess. It was, she, was a, she, was a, she was a mess. But anyone who knows my grandmother knows the transformation from where she was to the reverend she became and the, 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 the deliverer, God's deliverer that she was. She took accountability for who she was and is. You see, after she got saved and got delivered from all those demons, she realized that she needed to to soak in as much word and as much God so that when she was she what she wasn't ready to face life life with God because she wouldn't she didn't understand the power of God she understood the power of evil and and, and, and darkness but she didn't understand the power of God and see what happens is when you when you're that radically saved 
rat radically transformed, you go into a cocoon-like state, and you observe, you absorb, and you take in, and you eat, eat like you haven't eaten in your whole life. You eat, eat, eat the word, and you absorb it to where you feel like you can walk out your door and you can be productive in the word. Most people who get that radically saved have that moment in life where they're whoever, however long it takes, everyone's different, but you have that moment where. You just soak in as much word as possible so that you're ready to battle and you know your authority. Sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes you get oversaved and you become too much. They call that lost in the clouds. But like anything else, we live in a real world. We live in a reality world. So the balance of spirituality and realism has to balance out like the like what's supposed to be Lady Liberty and the justice chains the weighing of the scale you know it has you have to weigh it you have to be you have to understand the world and have to walk and Jesus was the best for that Jesus knew that scale and he balanced it perfectly why Jesus was so important because he didn't give in he went to the streets, he went to the poor, and he never gave in to Satan. Never gave in to evil. Now some say, well, you know, he had, he's half God. Of course he didn't. Yes, but he also was half human. He went through a, just about everything we go through. There's a lot of things said about Jesus that isn't true either. But see, what happens is when someone, when, 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 the, when evil cannot infiltrate you it will spread rumors about you if it can't get to you it'll get to those around you you understand so like for myself okay ever since a little, little after Easter I've been trailblazing for the Lord okay been doing this podcast since around that time Okay. There has been things that have happened. Mostly good, but there's things that have happened. I expect things to happen, but that burden is lighter than if I didn't do it. Let me make myself a little more clear about this, okay? The burden and the and the and the the stress I go through as a believer is less taxing on my body and my life than if I didn't have Jesus. Because my family has Jesus too. It's not just me, it's my family. Okay? So, when God says my, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, it doesn't mean you're not going to go through it. It means it's, it's not as tough. Yes, you have more forces against you, but you have a force with you that takes all those forces out in one swing. You got to know your authority, though. That's the problem with 99% of, of, of born-again believers is they don't know their authority. You don't know your real power. Or you're scared to use your power or are, are unsure of using your power. That is the thing about it. See, I know who I am in Jesus. Do I always practice it? 
I do my best. I don't. I can't. I, I'm not going to lie and say that every day I wake up, Jesus, Jesus, spirit filled. I have my days, and boy, I know everyone who drives a car. Boy, they say some stuff in that car that only Jesus can hear. Because boy, I tell you, there's some stuff coming out of my mouth sometimes that I got to repent for. Holy Lord Jesus, holy cow. Point being is I am not going to sit here and say every minute of every day of all the time. There's a reason why I listen to only inspirational music. There's a reason why I, 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 I try to, to focus myself on positive media and try to, you know, I'm known around my, my, my culture of work. I know people know who I am and in good vibes because that's the life that I choose to live. But the burden and the yoke are not as tough. And God will find a way and show you a way rather than you doing it all by yourself and dealing with that. Why do people get so depressed? People get so anxious and anxiety and all this stuff that don't have Jesus. Why do they have to go on medications and they have to do all kinds of other nonsense because they do not know their power? When you do not know your power, it's the it's the battlefield of the mind for for Satan and his little grunly and little demons. You don't know your power because you weren't discipled properly to be able to exercise that power for you to know that power. That is the biggest downfall in the church, I believe. I really believe in my heart that the biggest downfall of the church isn't getting people to say the sinner's prayer because that's 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 dimes on a dollar. What I think it is, is proper discipleship. There's been a lot of great leaders who are not so great, who have led people down the wrong way, who have not discipled uh, the next generation properly. And we have a lot of misconception, not understanding your power, not utilizing your power, because the discipleship that you should have gotten from those who led you to the Lord didn't happen. So now you're a wandering little sheep out there trying to battle wars that you trying to battle wars that you don't understand just because you say Jesus doesn't mean you have the power just because you prayed about Jesus doesn't mean you have the power it's not about the words so much as it is behind the mustard behind the words it's your authority it's what you know it's 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 your power and faith that gets that done you can have a shiny brand new car that's over the floor, no gas, and it ain't gonna go nowhere. It looks pretty, but it ain't gonna go nowhere without gas. What is the gas behind your prayer? What is the gas behind your authority? Should be the Holy Spirit. Every little demon out here in this world knows who Jesus is. Satan believes in God because that's who made him. Even evil knows and believes in God. The problem always comes into the fact that you don't understand your authority. That's the problem. The gas isn't in the tank. My Lord. Okay. So, who is a God like you who forgives iniquity and passes over the transgression of a remnant of his heritage? He re he retains not his anger forever because he delights in mercy and loving kindness he's not going to be angry for you forever because 
he he wants you to go to him when you ask forgiveness that changes it you understand you're not going to lose he delights in you doing that he wants to see you do that he wants you to come to him and ask him and and talk with him and and so forth that's very important very very important okay here so NIV version says who is a, a God like you who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance you do not stay angry forever but delight to show mercy you God loves showing mercy because that means that you have come to him and asked him for forgiveness ESV version who is a God like you pardoning in quality and passing over transgression for the remnant of an, of his inheritance he does not re retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love, which means that if you come to him, you must, you, you're wanting him to forgive you and love you. KJV, who is a God li like un unto thee that pardoneth in quality and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of, of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger to forever because he delighteth in mercy. Same thing, just different word. It's a little different, more. Wording. NASB, who is a God like you who pardons in quality and passes over rebellious acts of remnant of his possession? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in unchanging love. Unchanging love, it's very good. Where is another God like you? Still looking. God like you who pardons the guilty of the remnant, overlooking the sins of his special people. Wow. You will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showing unfailing love. He likes to show you love too. And the CSB version, who is a God like you, forever forgiving in equality and passing over rebellion for the remnant of his inheritance. He does not hold on to his anger forever because he delights in faithful love. That's really good. Okay, let's see. Okay, here you go. The Complete Jewish Bible, CJB. Who, who is a God like you, pardoning the sin and overlooking the crimes of the remnant of his heritage? He does not remain retain his anger forever because he delights in grace. God, he like grace. I like that. That's a good one too. Okay. Here you go. The Good News Translation, the GNT. There is no other God like you, O Lord. You forgive the sins of your people who have survived. You do not stay angry forever, but you take pleasure in showing us your constant love. That's just plain English right there. It's really good. You know? The, Dar the Darby translation. Who is a God like unto thee that forgiveth in quality and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in loving kindness. Very nice. Okay, the GW. Who is a God like you? You forgive sin and overlook the rebellion of your faithful people. You will not be angry forever because you rather show mercy. Rather show mercy. That's a really good one too. I like that. I like the show mercy part. Mercy, mercy is really good because that shows that God has that 
that portion of him makes a big difference okay here we go okay the the leb the lexham english bible says who is a god like you for giving sin and passing over rebellion for the remnant of his inheritance he does not retain his anger forever he delights in loyal love loyal love that's a, that's a good one too that's a really good way of putting it okay here's uh the, the lxx version uh, who is God like thee, counseling in qualities and passing over his sins of reverence of his inheritance? And he has not kept his anger for a testimony, for he delights in mercy. Another really good way of putting it. Uh, another one, the, N the NAS, the, N the New American Standard Bible, ends it with unchanging love. That's really good too. Or his possession. Mm. Another one, another really good one way, way of putting it. There's a few good ways of putting it here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, the Message Bible. I like this one here. The MSG. Where is the God who can compare with you? Wiping the slate clean of guilt. Turning a blind eye or a deaf ear to the past sins of you, of your purged and precious people. You, do, you don't nurse your anger and don't stray away, stray, stay angry long. For mercy is your specialty and that's what you love most. Wow, that's really good. Really wordy. That's, but it's... A, it's a, New Revised Standard Version, the NRS. Who is a God like you, pardoning in quality and passing over the transgression of a revelant of, of your possession? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in showing clemency. That's another one. Very good word, clemency. Meaning that he just he like he likes to show you that he can do it. Uh, just knowing that you come to him and you ask him for the forgiveness, loving kindness. Um, oh, the White Cliff Version is not good one too. God, who is who is like thee, that doest away wickedness, and bearest over the sin of the remnants of thy heritage, he shall no more send his strong vengeance, for he is willing he is willing mercy. God, who is like thee, who who doest away wickedness and passeth over the sins of the remnants of his inheritance, he shall no more send in his strong vengeance, for he delighteth in mercy. That's wordy, but great. Love it. Clemency again. Um, being kind. Most of them say the same thing, but the ending changed a little bit. Um, so, point being is there's no other God like God. God does what God does. And He is strong. He is merciful. He has. You have Jesus in your corner if you are with, with, with the Lord. And... It's just a beautiful thing when you have that type of connection. I encourage that. I encourage that connection. I encourage all of you to to read, to study, to to listen to all the the podcasts that we have done. We have a whole bunch of them now. Some of them are short. Some of them are longer, depending on it. This one happens to be a longer one. But I want to get the point across that God is love. Sometimes tough love, and making Him man isn't always a great thing. But he delights in you coming to him and asking him and talking with him. You, If you roll up his son, Jesus, if you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to be in good shape. You have a great lawyer. Just let the spirit flow and be honest. Be 100 of what you're doing. You're going to be just fine. I guarantee that. Okay? So, like I always say, fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow like a Russian river. 
you have any prayers, questions, or comments, please email us 8lu8ok at gmail.com. Until next time. <laughs> until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. We'll never quit. We'll never drop till it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until he said it's finished. Yeah. Yeah. Thought that was it, right?